1: Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair.
2: All
1: right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Today we're going to start to preview the Saints off offseason in the way sort of that they do it. And um, Andrew, I thought it was interesting you brought this up as a topic, uh, and that's why I wanted to do it. Because the way the Saints describe their offseason is, is a way that fans don't really do it. And... It was interesting how Sean Payton did it. So explain it to people how the Saints, Jeff Ireland and, and Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton describe how they attack the offseason. Well, if you read
3: up on the Saints, you know if you read up on them as much as I do and you listen to interviews with Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis or Jeff Ireland or if you've know if you've just been around long enough as a fan to where you've been paying attention, you know that the Saints break down their offseason n- Basically, their are targets in the three categories, and it can be individual players, it can be positional stuff, but in general, they have three categories as to how they describe their approach to the offseason, and the first is musts. Those are categorical things. Those are things that, you know, it, it's a huge failure if the Saints don't address them, and they're basically left from a roster standpoint in total limbo if they don't address it, so the musts are the most important things you know the second category is needs and needs are things that they really have to have in able to be successful but they're maybe not as categorical so in other words we need a backup quarterback but as long as the starter doesn't get hurt it's a need to have a backup quarterback but it's not a must because as long as the starting quarterback stays healthy we can maybe get away with it but it's it's really a roster need so it you know that's kind of like the second tier. And then the third category are wants. And those are things that in a perfect world the Saints want to address. They want to get that. That's something that maybe Sean Payton wants uh, that you'd be excited about, but they don't view it as a categorical thing. So you know kick returner, for example, is always an interesting one because you know you don't really do kickoff returns anymore. So it's really just punt returns. And a lot of teams will de-emphasize that and deprioritize because they're like You know, as nice as it would be to have an explosive returner, like let's say a Deontay Harris, we would rather give that extra roster spot to a gunner or a fifth receiver or a third quarterback. You know, that those are the Tetris games that you play with your 53 man roster. And so that might be a want where you don't have to have it, it's not a roster need. But it would be nice. And so that's kind of yeah. how they define those three So categories.
1: today, we're going to start out with the musts. And I think me and Andrew are going to argue a little because my two musts, I think, will differ from yours. And my first must is going to be a surprise in that I think they must re-sign A.J. Klein Because let me look at that. you look at the linebackers. Demario Davis – Awesome, spectacular. We've said as much nice things as we can say about him. He's unbelievable. He's probably the second best free agent signing of the Sean Payton era. But, Andrew, if A.J. Klein leaves, the linebackers are um, this guy and his horrible tissue paper shoulders. That'd be Alex Anzalone. Um, You know, you have... Kiko Alonso, you don't know if he's coming back. Uh, He's coming off ACL. Yeah, off ACL. I just look at their linebackers, and if you don't have A.J. Klein, it becomes a huge issue with anybody not named Demario Davis. And I'm not saying A.J. Klein is great. I'm just saying if you don't have him— you're going. If you don't re-sign him, then it becomes you must get a linebacker. So just re-sign AJ Klein and be done with it. You listen to this podcast because you love sports, you love the Saints, and you probably love to gamble. And if you love to gamble, my bookie is the best online gambling experience there is. They have the safest. Online app, you can get a, gamble on anything you want. You can get a, gamble on the Super Bowl, basketball, the Pelicans, Zion over under. How many three pointers he's gonna make? You can parlay different sports, any kind of bet you want to make. If you're a degenerate like me, you can parlay the Pelicans with EPL, British soccer. And right now, MyBookie has a special offer for Saints Happy Hour listeners. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. That's right. Use the code CHAIR. Go to MyBookie.ag and you get a 100% sign-up bonus. Put in 200, get extra 200 to play with. MyBookie.ag is the best online gambling site anywhere. Again, go to MyBookie.ag, use the code CHAIR, and get a 100% sign-up bonus. MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. That's fair. I don't know that. See, to me, linebacker
3: is a need. Um, you know, I think with Demario Davis, and, and you, you compare him with Anzalone, you compare him with Alonzo, And Craig Robertson, I mean, you've at least got four guys right there that are capable. Now, you mentioned the injury history, Uh, very recent injury, especially with Alonzo. Like, would he even be ready for week one? I mean, are they even going to keep him based on his salary cap? So his salary hit. So I I agree with you that linebacker is in flux. That's a position that they are going to have to address. But I will disagree with you slightly. It does fall in my area's in these three categories. But to me, that's a need to me. That's not something that categorically sinks the saints. If they don't resign AJ Klein, they can go out and they can find a guy that fits the pro. See, the thing about Klein specifically is if he gets an enormous contract, like uh, let's say he gets kind of a Scott Fujita type offer. Now, you know, contracts are different now than they were back then, but back then, the Saints basically said, "Hey, Scott, we want you back, but we're not going to pay you this." Like, I can't congratulations! Sean
1: Payton literally had the same agent as Vegeta and texted him, "Congratulations, have fun in Cleveland." Yeah, yeah. Because they're, it was it was like four years, twenty one million dollars for which Vegeta. At the time, it, was
4: insane. Yeah. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
1: It was ridiculous. Like, even Saints fans were like, Scott, we love you, man, but... Go get the bag. Yeah.
3: So I, I think if a team out there were to say, hey, you know what? We really want A.J. Klein. You know, he, he, he's he's played a few good years with the Saints now. Then – and he gets paid too much. I could see the Saints saying, hey, let's go find the next A.J. Klein. In other words, let's find a 25-, 26-year-old linebacker who's been a backup and he hasn't been able to play because he's been stuck behind someone really yeah. good. Uh, That was the case with Klein, who was stuck behind Kuechly. You know, I don't necessarily have a name for you right now, but I'm just saying if they can find a guy, give him three years, 15 million, and that seems like a great deal to the 25-year-old linebacker because he's been a backup his whole career. Uh, But the Saints feel good about it. To me, that still fills the need. So to me, that is not a categorical must that if they don't re-sign A.J. Klein, that sinks the ship. I don't feel that as strong as you do about that one.
1: Yeah, so what was, your, what was your, first, what's your first must?
3: Well, I mean, I think the first must, I mean, this is kind of a cop-out, but they've got to figure out the quarterback situation. To, to me, you know, I, I think they've got to keep two, ideally, of the three guys that were on the roster last year. Now, I don't think they can keep all three, but I, I think if they don't have two, it, it probably sinks them. You know, so in other words, if Breeze comes back, then you re-sign Taysom Hill, and Teddy's probably walking. If Breeze retires, I think you've got to make a big effort to keep both Taysom and Teddy, because even if you're going to say, you know what, Taysom Hill's our guy, he's the heir, we're going to go to him, we're going to change the offense, and Teddy's actually just going to be the backup, even if you go that route, I think the way Taysom Hill plays, there's a high risk of injury. You want someone behind him that you trust, it's going to be able to guide this offense and win games. And I just think if you cut if – if, if Teddy walks and Drew retires and you're left with Taysom, and then all of a sudden you start to ask yourself, do you get a backup that maybe has more similar of a skill set to Taysom Hill so that you don't have to change the offense if he gets injured? To me, that that is a recipe for disaster. So in my eyes, the first must is get, getting two of the three quarterbacks back on the roster to me if they don't do that the this the ship is sunk and that is a must
1: well i just feel like if breeze retires i think what they're going to do is they're going to go to teddy and they're going to say hey teddy we're going to give you the jacoby Brissett deal and Jacoby Brissett got two years 30 million maybe the saints go to teddy and, and say look we'll give you three years 45 million dollars that's Double what you made this past year, and we'll guarantee you like between 20 and 25 million. But look, dude, Taysom's gonna play a ton. Okay, he's gonna play 35, 40 percent of the snaps. He's gonna play a bunch of quarterback snaps too, and you just have to deal with it. And I think the question for Teddy: Would he view? Would another situation? come along that he found more appealing than that? Would, like, Tampa or Carolina come along and say, hey, Teddy, we'll pay you more than the Saints or a little bit more, and you're the guy. Like You don't have to do none of this splitting time with Taysom or a guy playing 35 40% of the snaps. Bullshit. No, no. You're the guy. So that's the thing I think they would do if Breeze retires. And I'm going to tell you, I want Breeze to stay. I think the Saints, if they... If Breeze leaves, they'll have a really, really hard time getting to 10 wins. But, uh, Andrew, Taysom and Teddy and a combination, it would be fun as fuck. Like It would be really yeah, hard to get mean, to 10 and, I 10 and 6, I think. Harder than other people believe. But it'll
3: be a blast trying to get there. I don't think there. it's necessarily that different from what they have now. It's just it's just uh, they would maybe ramp up the Taysom usage because Breeze is Ramp it up, there, and it would know? be.
0: indeed.com slash match terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking what's your secret begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 bite clear aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
4: I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.
1: It would be crazy because I think it would be I think it would be as close to like a split quarterback situation as as we've seen in the NFL in a generation. Um yeah, but yeah, I do think the reason why I just I don't view quarterback as like a must is because I think it's just it's going to get sorted out before free agency. Like, so well,
3: I, I think it's a must in the sense that the worst I mean, they're not going to lose all three. I'm, I'm saying the must is they have to keep two or two, three. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the worst case scenario is that they only keep one. You know, let's say either breeze retire. Let's say breeze comes back. Teddy walks, they tender Taysom Hill at the second-round level, so they roll the dice. Someone signs them to a huge contract, and the Saints are like, holy shit, we can't match that. We'll take the second-round pick, I guess. And then they're left with Breeze. Like That's that's a possible scenario. Or or the same scenario happens with Taysom. Breeze leaves, and you just get Teddy. Or you decide, no, we're going to make the first-round tender to taste them because we care about them that much and we're going to keep them breeze retires and Teddy walks. So there there's, there's a bunch of scenarios there where they only keep one, one and I think they really need to keep two.
1: Yeah. My other must is they must add a guard. And I'm going to tell you, I know people disagree with me. Look, Cat Terrell She's been on the show. We love her. She's great. She did a fantastic article in The Athletic. She broke down the Saints cap about how they can create space. And she also laid out what they've done in the past as far as, you know, they haven't really paid a wide receiver big money in free agency ever. They haven't paid offensive tackles, right? Um, But my thing to her, my only quibble with her article was the Saints went – incredibly hard after Kevin Zietler, and they were willing to make him the highest-paid guard, guard in NFL history. He just took Cleveland's money. The Saints, 20 minutes later, they went and got Warford. I just look at... Pete was so terrible in that playoff game, Andrew, coming off an injury, and they he was so bad, and they didn't go to Nick Easton... During the game, like they've done that in the past where Sean Payton, is, he's, he did it in games where he said, I've seen enough of Charles Brown and they've switched out offensive linemen. So they did, they'll do that during the game. And they didn't do it in the playoff game. So that tells me they don't view Nick Easton as anything close to Pete. So if they decide we're moving on from Pete, I don't think they're going to keep Easton. I don't think they're just going to slide him in. I think they're going to go and get a guard, and I think it's on their must list to do, and I think they'll do it, or they better. Yeah,
3: I. I so I agree that they're going to do it. I, I agree with everything you just said, but I just don't think it's a must. Again, like I think the Saints could decide we're, we're not going to re-sign Andres Pete, and we're rolling with Nick Easton at left guard. Now, I don't like that. You know, because then like your backup guards are Will Clapp and Cam Tom and you know, you're you're You're, you're real exposed. You're real exposed. So I, I, I don't think that's a good plan, which is why I would put it as a need. But again, I think Easton at left guard is is at least viable. I don't think it's a good idea. But if that if the Saints said, you know what, like we've got a guy that can kind of fill this patch they could patch this up at left guard and we can get through the season with him as our left guard and we can spend our resources elsewhere, I, I actually think it would be okay. So to me, the next must is a receiver. And you, you mentioned that they don't really pay for receivers. Well, that's not really true because they, they went after Adam Humphreys. Now, he, he ended up becoming too expensive for them, but they were interested in trying to get him this year and they never really got a guy. After Adam Humphreys didn't work out, and There was a very clear role that they had and a vision for where he would fit in the offense. And when that didn't pan out, they they never really got anyone else to replace him. And they did pay Ted Ginn. So Ted Ginn didn't get a huge contract, but he got a mid-level deal. And so the Saints will spend on a, on a receiver, and, and they certainly spent on Michael Thomas. Uh, but you know, I, I don't think they're going to give anyone a huge deal. So I still think they're in the market for a receiver. I just don't think... They're going to go out there and spend a ton. And, you know, Cam Meredith was another guy. He didn't work out, but they paid him. You know, they paid him two years, $14 million, I think it was. I mean, they were hoping that he was going to pan out and be really good for them. So I think they're going to go out, and I think that is a must. I think this team has to have someone opposite. This offense can't just simply be Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, occasionally Jared Cook, and then kind of wheeling and dealing – with weird formation stuff to get Josh Hill and Taysom Hill and other guys open. Like that, that can't be the offense. They, if it's not going to be Traquan Smith, and so far it really hasn't been, they need another guy in this offense to step up and make plays. And I think that would really change a lot for this offense. You- and, and specifically, I think, you know, Deontay Harris can be, in my opinion, can become that guy that beats you over the top. So I I think in terms of the element of having a field stretcher, Deontay Harris can give you what Tent Ginn used to give you. But -hmm. what I think this offense really misses is on third and four, getting that superior slot route runner like a Willie Snead, like a Lance Moore, that's going to find the soft spot in the zone that has terrific hands and is going to move the chains on third and four breeze needs that badly right now. And I just think that's something that is a must for this offense, especially if Breeze comes back to help him play at the level that he needs
1: to. Yeah, I, I think that I think that's fair. The one thing though I will say about receiver is don't get discouraged if the Saints don't do it in free agency because the wide receiver position in the draft is fucking oh oh. Yeah, loaded. yeah. Let me let me be clear here, Ralph.
3: I'm not saying the Saints need to go dump a bunch. I, I think they need to go explore in free agency. If they can get a deal like they got years ago with Ted Ginn, that feels cheap, that feels like good value, mm-hmm. then go get that deal done. Find that guy, make it happen. But don't exactly what you said. Do not get discouraged. If don't don't force the issue. Don't overpay for some guy. Don't spend. $10 million a year for Adam Humphreys because then you are going to regret it if you don't get the, the thrifty deal from a guy that you think will just be productive. And remember, they're not trying to get a star here. They're trying to get a productive role player. And so if they can't find that at the right price, because the thing about Humphreys is he's a role player and he's getting paid like a, a stud number one receiver or, or at least a stud number two, and he's just not that. He's just not. He's a role player. And so they need a, a capable role player receiver and they absolutely can get that in this draft. And they can and if they pick a receiver 24, they're going to get a really really good one. So yeah. absolutely they can get that in this draft.
1: You know, it you know, and it could be even a thing as you know, 2 years ago, the Saints they didn't come out and say it because they never come out and t- no team t- tells you what their must, their needs, and their wants are, but they hinted at it very, very much so that they needed a pass rusher, and they tried to sign Muhammad Wilkerson. They tried to sign Indomit and Sue, and it didn't work out in free agency. And then in the draft, boom, they traded up for Marcus Davenport. So I just think receiver, they're gonna do something. I just think it's going to be in the draft and they're going to do free agency in a way where they cover as much of everything else. So yeah. when they get well, to 24, I, I think, I think the
3: thing they can, is though, they'll want to, they'll want to sign a mid-level deal. Like, like the Ted Ginn example, like I think they want to try to go get a guy yeah. at a reasonable price. So the must drops to a need, right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Where, where yeah. in other words, they don't go into the draft because here's, here's what's going to happen. If they don't, get a receiver in free agency, then they're going to feel like they have to trade up to go get their guy in the first round because they didn't address it. And it's a must. You know, that's kind of exactly what you described at pass rusher. Whereas if they get a guy that they don't love, but that they really like, you know, then, then it takes like, then they can approach the draft more as we don't necessarily need to yeah. sell the farm to go get a guy because maybe this other guy will work out. So You know, I think they I think they want to hedge their bets a little bit where they can still draft a receiver if the right guy falls to them, but they don't have to go force it. And that's why I think it's important to pick up a a mid-level guy. Yeah.
1: So, guys, this podcast was free. You heard the commercial for for uh, Manscaped at the beginning. You heard the ad for my bookie in the middle. But this podcast is free, but you should sign up seven dollars a month. You get swag, you can get ten dollars, you get full access. Andrew's gonna give you grades of every free agent the saints sign. He's gonna watch the tape, he's gonna grade it. And if you sign up on the 10 level ten dollar level now, Andrew, you get the koozie, you get the magnet, and you get a custom. Fucking sticker that we had a guy designed and Patreon ships it to you after you pay the $10. You're at the $10 level for three months. We had 60 people. They get the custom sticker. You know what it is? It's forever 28 to 3. So you can slap that sticker on your bag or wherever, your car, and you can just remember that the Falcons uh they did this.
2: Just to make a 28 to 3. Brian knocks it through blank, loving it.
3: Up by 25. And there is two more segments uh, to this show. So we just talked about the musts, but if you There's like what minute. you heard, go ahead. And you want it, and you want to hear more about the needs and, and the wants. Uh, we're gonna have two more shows that back this up that are on the p- behind the paywall. So if that's right, patreon you'll be able to listen to those. All right, everybody, we'll see you again tomorrow.